Get ready. Hello and welcome to College Talk. My name is Beth Brandon and I'm your host. Today we are starting off our first episode of the For the Health of It series and uh, we're going to be starting with making fitness and healthy habits your business. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm super pumped. I'm not here alone and I have been for like the last three podcasts so I'm sorry (laughs) about that Um, but I'm super excited. I'm going to let my guest introduce herself. Hello, my name is Sarah Helms. My passion is fitness and nutrition, making healthy habits stick. I currently am a fitness instru- group fitness instructor. I teach um, this really awesome class called Les Mills Body Pump at our local YMCA and at Zoetta's downtown for the, in the wellness center for the employees. I'm a mama, I got two boys. Um, my husband works at Western. And at, you know, almost 37 years old, I have to say I am the happiest, the healthiest, and the strongest, so. Nice. Yeah. She made me some super awesome matcha, <laughs> matcha latte, right? Yeah, yeah this yes. is the first one I've ever had, and uh So you wow. like it? Yeah, Got I love you it. Yeah, it's yes. good. And it's energy, kind of, like, you know, yeah. green tea. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, let's jump into this. Um, our whole goal today is to really talk about um, how to stay healthy at school and maybe your options are limited. You're stuck on campus or you're stuck eating at the residence hall when your other option is like pizza. Like how can you avoid um, falling into those unhealthy traps? I, I'm a graduate as well. I had um, a family at the time, so I remember how stressful it was with exams mm-hmm. and papers and group projects and then your social life and family. The key, I believe... First of all, you have to want it, and I think it's really great to form these healthy habits while you're young and in your prime, Mm -hmm. you know, your early 20s. Start these healthy habits now so when you are older like me and even older than I am, you're not just beginning and kind of lost. Mm -hmm. So if you're stuck on campus and your budget is really low, you're not necessarily, you know, screwed. Uh, Options for food primarily, I think, are tough because we're in a world where everything is fried and processed. Um, Beth and I were talking earlier about, you know, there are salad bar options, but Mm -hmm. it shouldn't have to be the only thing. A lot of it's balanced. You know, maybe, I don't know if they have delis typically. A sandwich would be better than eating, you know, fried chicken or pizza. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Sometimes cutting little things here and there. um, Maybe don't load it up with a bunch of mayonnaise or other things. Try to find, you know, options like avocados or um, even uh, olive oil, extra virgin olive oil, stuff like that for dressings. Mm -hmm. I guess the main thing is just you have to be disciplined, kind of. You have to have it in your mind that this is what I want to do. I want to feel good. So you And tracking kind of food helps in the beginning, so you can do things in moderation maybe. Like, mm. no, Wednesdays and Fridays are going to be the days I'm going to eat what I really, truly enjoy. Maybe mm-hmm. it's not healthy, but the other five days try to stay on task. So it's all about balance, you know, just with, you know, your social life too, I'm assuming. People like to go out and have fun. Just find that balance of, you know... Being able to still do it, I wouldn't tell everyone not to because then yeah. usually you fail. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you said the the balance and like kind of setting yourself self up to eat like throughout the week. I um, not necessarily well, but try to focus on like those macros. Mm-hmm. And so like, okay, am I like eating way more carbs than I need, or am I getting enough protein for the workouts that I'm doing? Is that why I feel so sluggish? Like, what do I need? Um, could you tell us a little bit about like what macros are or um, how? you can maybe use them to like 
fit into a week just to make sure that you're staying on top of things? Yeah, absolutely. It's a great question. And I am not licensed or certified in these, but I've this has been my passion mm. since probably the last five, six years. And I have great mentors. And I do plan to actually get my certified personal training by the end of the year. But Sweet. that being said, a lot of great information that I have learned and impl- and do in our lives, macronutrients are your things that you're saying. It is the fats, the carbs and the proteins. Mm-hmm. Micronutrients are your, you know, your fruit and vegetables, which mm-hmm. are equally important. But the thing that I have learned, protein is very, very important, and you mm-hmm. can get it in many ways. Mm-hmm. I've been a vegetarian for almost twelve years, although I did add seafood in the last five years. But mm-hmm. um, you can still get your protein in other ways. My primary source of protein is usually plant protein, you know, beans, nuts, um, lentils, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I think what people miss out too is when we eat a meal. And if it's balanced with, um, a, protein can vary on everyone's body size and how active they are. So mm-hmm. it really can shift. Um, I don't think you can have too much, to be honest. But that's the same thing kind of with carbs. We all need carbs to, to you know, that's our fuel to yeah. give us energy. So there are many calculators out there where you can actually input your weight and some other things to kind of get a customized what your numbers should look like. Mm-hmm. But healthy fats are key. Um, don't be scared of healthy fats, things like avocados and oils, coconut oil, um, extra virgin olive oil, nuts, those types of things. If you have some of those healthy fats in every meal, it should fulfill you for you know a, a long time. You shouldn't be hungry with an hour after eating. That that's, that would mean that you didn't have like a balanced meal. Hmm. Um, things even like you know kale and broccoli, peas. Um, beans, chickpeas, kidney beans, pinto beans, lentils, you know, all that kind of stuff can help fill you up longer. And of course, your water intake is very important. Make sure you stay hydrated. Always take a water bottle with you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it, is it, what is it, um, half your weight in ounces of water is like the, or is that not I real? think that's like recommended. Okay. My goal, and it's, I don't know how frank we can be, but your check your the color of your urine. Yeah, it shouldn't be clear, clear. It mm-hmm. shouldn't look like water. It should kind of be a straw type ish, oh, okay. yellowy color. Yeah, yeah. So not deep yellow or orange, but um, that's kind of a good judge for you. I think they do say something like half your body weight or yeah. eight ounces of eight. But you know, some people drink gallons and. You know, and, and when you're hydrated, you probably will use a bathroom a lot. That is normal. And mm-hmm. some people get frustrated with that. Or their work <laughs> or their classes won't allow yeah. it, which makes me so sad, especially our younger, you know, little kids. They can't go to the bathroom yeah. every five minutes. Yeah, definitely. But I would honestly, you know, shoot for maybe eight glasses a day of eight mm-hmm. ounces, um, but also kind of look at the color of your urine. Yeah, no, oh. definitely. Um, I use this this uh, app called Plant Nanny. Ooh. And um, as you like drink or whatever, I have like favorite glass sizes, so whatever ounces I'm drinking and I add that in and then it like waters this plant and you grow them and it's whatever. Um, so you get a visual yeah, of what you're doing. Yeah. That's And fun. it gets sad. Like it looks like it's going to die or it gets really sad if you're not drinking enough water. But um, I remember the, the first, because I said like active for my activity level and it changed the amount of water that I did. Um, and so I think that's an important thing to measure too, is that like if you're more static one day, you might not necessarily need as much as if you're being like dynamic the next, but it's still important to get that like base amount, would you say? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, for sure. Because I mean, our body's made up of water. I feel like when you're hydrated, it does help with fatigue. Mm-hmm. Your skin, you know, it helps with your skin, mm-hmm. helps with your bowels, um, you know, so no matter what, I, I can't, again, if your urine is clear, I mean, I wouldn't, there could be other things going on. It's not necessarily bad, but definitely mm-hmm. I would, you know, drink lots of water always. Yeah. Noon is a very good uh, enhancer if you don't really like the taste of water. Noon, N-U-U-N. Oh, cool. I know a lot of people that really like that, so it's something to 
Check yes. out. Gets the flavor. A yeah, it's better okay. than Gatorade, but it does the same things as Gatorade. And they'll have like a hydration one, an immunity one, an energy one, oh, cool. all natural. I have tried to convert my children off of Gatorade and Powerade to use the noon. Nice. And, and yeah, when I work out even. Or even my husband, when he's just maybe tired or maybe had fun the night before, maybe drank a little bit. He'll take a noon the next yeah. day. And it kind of And I know people that mix their noon and like their tequila and different things too. So definitely check it out. N-U-U-N. N-U-U-N. Okay. N-U-U-N. All right. Noon. Um, okay. So you're eating better and mm-hmm. you're fe- hydrated. So you're feeling pretty good. And now you want to maybe head to the gym or the rec center or the student recreate, whatever it's called on your campus um, mm-hmm. or nearby you. Um What's a good way to get started with that? Because I think there's a lot of fear and trepidation around, especially if you're not used to going or if you have to go by yourself. Um, What are some tips for like going in and kind of being a a gym pro? Yeah, it is so intimidating. And as much as I love fitness now and weightlifting, actually, uh, you know, this just is a newer thing for me. I've always been active, excuse me, but I really didn't get into the gym mindset probably until about six years ago. And it is very scary at first, mm-hmm. um, depending on your confidence level and different things, or even just your personality, you know, if you're outgoing or not. So there's a couple of different ways to be active. I think, you know, once you get your food down, you're drinking or your water and you're sleeping well, yes, the next step into a healthy habit would to be add in some movement. And if you, let's go the route like you want to be somewhere, you want to go to a gym, you want to use that facility. Mm-hmm. What a good thing is, is to be kind of prepared, do your research before you go, have a plan. If you can't, if you don't have free resources, like maybe a trainer or free group classes, mm-hmm. you know, I'd go online, maybe look at some different area, the area, the muscles you want to work, maybe pick out some exercises, kind of have a plan when you go. So you're not just kind of wandering around. There are so many resources, resources between, you know, Instagram and YouTube and mm-hmm everything um there's a little bit of work you got to do but if you can find say i want to work my upper body today i want to do some dumbbell curls and maybe work my shoulders i would write that down so i have it in my mind and one don't be scared to ask the people that are at the gym that is their job if for some reason they don't have high energy and want to help you they shouldn't be there so find someone that you know you connect with and say hey i might just need a little bit of help with this don't be scared to do that because that is their job and once you break that ice you're gonna feel very you know you feel a lot better about it I also um, a lot of people like music mm-hmm. I would say bring your headphones again with your notepad or your notes inside your phone and remember that everyone starts somewhere we've all begun somewhere the people at the gym that and no one really is paying attention to you like they you think you are everyone's in there they're doing their own thing they're taking their own videos of them working out or you know have their own music on so you have to remember that nobody's paying attention to you while you're in there Go in there. And the first step is just to go, even if you only go for 10 minutes the first time. Mm -hmm, Definitely. I would definitely seek out maybe classes at first. I think that sometimes helps. Even if you're a person that stands in the back of the class, sometimes having the energy of people around you can help motivate you as well. Because Mm -hmm. I do believe with running, lifting, anything, if you do it for about seven times consistently, you feel a lot better after that. So say you go to a class one day and then maybe go do a little mini workout on your own the next day. Or even some of them have um, circuits. Oh, yeah. Which make it really nice. You know, they'll kind of, I don't know if they do at school gyms necessarily, um, but they might. They might have like a circuit area where you can go from machine to machine to machine. Mm -hmm. And there are little pictures in all the machines that tell you what muscle group you're going to work. Most of the time there's even a demonstration. 
the, the biggest thing is just you have to get into your own zone and not worry about anyone around you. Mm-hmm. If anything, it's very inspiring and very motivating to see new people that do come to the gym. If you're a person that likes a buddy, bring a friend because mm-hmm. that definitely helps, you know, yeah, if you, if you sure. are. And if you aren't, some people don't like to do that. They want to do it on their own. They don't want someone to chat in their ear. Mm-hmm. Um, you just got to go do it. You got to want it. And starting, again, I can't, you know, um, say it enough, starting these healthy habits in your younger years just set you up to be so successful in your life and everything. I mean, you're just happier. You feel good. You're not, you know, not going to be tired. So you just have to really want that. Do it for a couple of weeks and then it becomes a habit. And it kind of gets addicting. And yeah, yeah, I would definitely agree with that during like undergrad and grad school, um, like from high school playing like multiple sports a year, like running cross country. So like running like five to six miles a day kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, my first year of college, I was like, I feel great. Like, I don't need to, like, work out every day anymore. And then definitely, like, notice a progression. In my second year of grad school, I just remember being, like, stressed out and tired to the max, like, all the time. Um, and then I started, like, eating better. And that just, that in itself, like, had a huge impact. And then afterwards, started, like, adding in the, the fitness portion. And, like, it was hard, I think, at, like, 23, 24. I mean, and that's not even that old. Um, but, like it was hard to get back into it compared to where I was like fresh out of high school and fresh out of doing those things. And I definitely would agree with that. I wish that I had kept something up mm, um, besides mm-hmm. like a once a week trip to the gym. Um, and, and I think that's a, a huge point is just um, make a habit. And even if it's just two days a week, something, at least it's something. Just start. Mm-hmm. Because I get that this is, this college is your craziest time of your life mm-hmm. because you're learning constantly. Yeah. You're making new relationships. You have things to do. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't still be selfish with your time. This mm-hmm. time is really, truly just about you. I mean, you yeah. may have family or, if, you know, but if you're a traditional college student, this is your four years to be the best that you can be. Mm-hmm. So your health and fitness, your health and whole new, you know, wellness should be a priority up there as well. Mm-hmm. Because if that's not solid and healthy and strong, you, like you said, you felt fatigued, you're stressed out, mm-hmm. you know, sleep and dig- digestion, food and everything play a big part in like brain fog and fatigue. Mm-hmm. So... I do believe if, you know, we're at a time in our lives, this generation where like half the people are very, you know, you see them in the gym, they're bodybuilders, they know what's up. Yeah. And then the other half are using this time to put them on the back burner kind of as an excuse. Well, I have school and I have this, Mm -hmm. but, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that you should make this time for you and make that important because you will, you'll feel so much better. Yeah. And I think it's, it's another form of like self-care for sure. Absolutely. Um, and I didn't, I didn't necessarily like think about that until I started doing it. And then like you skip a day and all of a sudden you're like, oh, like I don't have as much energy as mm-hmm. I did. And, um, and so it's really interesting how that like exercise piece has become a huge part of my self-care. Um, like I would rather go sweat it out for it. like 30 minutes rather than like do a face mask. And that, I mean, that's just me and everyone's different, mm-hmm. but it's like, it, that's how I get my stress out. It's endorphins. Mm-hmm. I mean, get, truly, it's those endorphins. I know everybody that kind of, even if I'm kind of un- tense with my husband or my kids, you know, I go just do something physical, a walk mm-hmm. or a workout, and mm-hmm. I feel so much better when I come back. Same with people that come into my classroom when we're having a class. They're kind of grouchy or tired. It's either early yeah. in the morning or, you know, in the afternoon, and they've ha- already done a whole day. Mm-hmm. Once they leave, though, we're all sweating. We're all smiling. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just getting your metabolism boosted, you know, getting those endorphins going, getting, you know, detoxing by sweating. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, all Definitely. good stuff. Definitely. Um, and then, I, so another question I have is, I think, talking about how you said, like, it clears the the brain fog, what are some, like, great 
little like tips and tricks to get in a quick exercise before like running off to class or you've got that awkward two hour break. Um, how can you go do something, but like maybe leave yourself time to study or like not be totally, um, sweaty to jump into that last class? Ah, that's another great answer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love this. There are so many things. Although a lot of people that like to maybe do a little yoga flow in between things Mm -hmm. where it's low, um, intensity Mm -hmm. you know just some down dogs some planks you know it's just some stretching movement side to side but also body weight things you can now part of it is if you do want to get a good sweat on you know there's different ways that you can set up workouts to do something that's only 15 or 20 minutes Mm -hmm. i'm gonna plug in a friend later who constantly is putting up things their workouts that take less than 30 minutes maybe sometimes only 15 or 20 minutes yeah um, those get you a little bit more, get your, um, a little bit more high intensity and you'll sweat. But mm-hmm. I really think if you're getting tired or, you know, you know, you can't necessarily take a nap right now and you have some time, you know, just some air squats, go for a walk, um, yoga again, stretching, I'm trying to think things that I get it. Cause I'm a sweater. I can't bounce from a workout and then go be presentable somewhere. Same. You know, some people can do that dry shampoo and, you know, uh, yeah, change nope. your sports bra <laughs> and they're fine. Me personally, I do like to kind of shower in between. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a great thing. When we're getting tired and you know you need to be up and not fall asleep for a couple hours because it sometimes will make you feel worse, mm-hmm. I would, you know, you can do air things. Just do, you know, t- do 10 push-ups, honestly. Like, it's a joke. I was in the Army back in the day and everyone says drop. But really, getting that blood flowing, moving really wakes you up. Yeah. So, and it doesn't, you know, you don't have to do it where you're, you know, a mess. Uh, little things like that. I think, yeah, like yoga or stretching I don't know stuff like that yeah no definitely I think that's good I I I feel bad because sometimes I don't I've I this year did yoga one of our teachers just got a certification so she was like teaching us yoga for free and I uh like worked out every day except for like that day doing like plyometrics and using the Nike training club app and like using like I know lots of friends that like that Nike app. yeah and uh and I was like I'm fit and the first couple yoga things that I did I like couldn't move the next day um it's a great workout um, cause a lot of, we were just holding things a lot and I forget how mm-hmm. slow much. Movement. Yeah. Um, and so that's definitely something that really like, and I left not feeling like dead tired, but feeling like I've worked out a lot, but I feel really good. Um, and so I think yeah, I forget about yoga a lot, but it's definitely a good one. It is. Yeah. The way you stretch, there's a type, there's yoga classes that are more exercise based where mm-hmm. they want you to like sweat more and move, especially mm-hmm. hot yoga. But there's also those other type of yogas, like you said, where it is slower mm-hmm. and just hold things for a little bit. I mean, even again, if you're want a 10 minute study break or even two minute, yeah, maybe to hold a plank or something or a down mm-hmm. dog, kind of go back and forth between plank and down dog. Yeah. Just to kind of get moving. Yeah, I think that's great. Definitely. And I think too, like if you've been sitting in a chair, like in a hour and a half long class and you can do like some cat cows or like yeah you said a down yes, or something cows. just mm-hmm. stretch out and absolutely um okay so i mentioned nike training club app i also use another one called freeletics um which i just started using and I, i'm so so on it um it's all pretty simple like movements like jumping jacks uh squats push-ups things like that but they have you do them like high rep like uh, you know stuff like that so for it's like, like so like, many seconds on so many seconds off or so many reps reps like 20 reps yeah reps yeah and they'll like pyramid it up and down and stuff yeah, and that's so, great. yeah um and i like that one for like quick workouts but what are um some other like social you said youtube and instagram um i've heard of like was it katie hearn yeah she's pretty awesome yeah. too um what are some of those like do you have any advice for students who can maybe use social media to find Absolutely. There's so many free resources out there. Some are going to cause you to do a little bit more work than others. Some Mm -hmm. will actually list an entire workout for you. Some just kind of show moves and you have to kind of incorporate what you want to do for you. 
My suggestion to begin, what I did in the very beginning, I did not was not able to have access to a gym, mm-hmm. but I knew I really wanted to start lifting weights actually, or you know doing other things other than running. Mm-hmm. So in the, to begin with, I literally just picked four or five exercises, if you know, and did maybe ten of them four times through. That's all I did in the beginning. That you know, and the more the consistent, the more consistent you are, then you want more, and you'll start adding more. Um, there's there's challenges and you may even know friends that are personal trainers that would be more than happy to work with you and you know write you up a training plan specifically for you if you can't go that route though and maybe you know your budget is smaller like mine was in the beginning you just like I said if you want to do legs maybe you know do some research you know hashtag squats or hashtag Mm -hmm. lunges and look up different movements again write that list everything is you know write it down make some notes and I think that's how I began is by doing, you know, I got on Instagram. I was new to that. I found some people I really like, Katie Hearn. I really love Emily Schramm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many out there, though. There's Everyone's doing it. I, I don't even use the Explore feature that much anymore, but it, there really is so many, you know. So you could really find someone that you connect with. You like their aura or their energy and, you know, start getting some great ideas on there. JTM, he's a really great one, too. But that is how I began. So for my st- my journey is I began by finding the muscle groups I wanted to work. If I wanted to do upper body, I would, you know, look up push-ups or look up, you know, jacks or just different things I could do. And so I think the, f- the cheaper route, that's the way to do it. But if you do and want to invest in yourself and be able mm-hmm. to spend a little money, it's worth it to sign up for an online challenge. Um, always read reviews. Always, always, always read reviews. Oh, yeah. Make sure you're not signing up for something without other people that have talked about it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like this one person, uh, emilyshram.com, she does a 21-day, $21 challenge. It includes um, some kind of movement every day, a little bit of education included, and a, a, a full meal plan. Ooh. So I feel like who can't do that for $21, yeah, you know? Yeah, So there's a lot of great options like that out. So I really, you know, highly suggest that awesome um okay so you mentioned i think this is like my last question before i jump into um the like final two questions Mm -hmm. um you mentioned like uh upper body lower body um can you break down like like if if you are working out like how many times you should do like full body or just like focus on different parts a week is it different for everyone is there like a good basic idea of how you should do that that's a great, another great question, Beth. You're on it. All right. Thank you. So it really it depends on what your goals are. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're really trying to put on some mass, you really want to grow your muscles, and you know you don't care about the number on the scale, which nobody should care about the number on the scale, unless you're like 400 pounds and you lost 150. That's huge, and I'm mm-hmm. proud of you. Um, but if your goal is that, you're going to want to most likely break it down by muscle groups and lift heavy with lighter reps eight Mm -hmm. reps or less you know heavier okay um if you want to get toner and just lose weight and just feel really good you know you can do a lot of that lighter rep Mm -hmm. stuff and you could do full body a couple times a week i wouldn't do full body every day because your Mm -hmm. muscles need time you know rest is super important we didn't really touch on sleep and rest um but it's and it's okay we can still do that it's, but it's it. so important. Um, sleep students, I'm pretty sure, probably, I don't know the actual research, but I'm sure 75 to 80% of students don't get enough sleep. Uh, yeah, for sure. And, <laughs> and you need that, you know, for everything. That's when all the magic happens when you're sleeping. I tell my children that all the time. And your muscles do need time to recover. Even if you mm-hmm. feel really good after two or three days, you kind of need that day. And, and if you're new in your journey, it's okay to take a few days off, really let everything, you know, and I'm trying to put on muscle mass. I need those rest days because that's when mm-hmm. the muscles grow. Yeah. So my class I teach is a full body class and I recommend to my members that you should only do this three days a week. Okay. So 
But if you're, uh, it's really, it is very good to change it up. I wouldn't do the same things all the time. I mean, you mm-hmm. could do similar workouts for a week, but then that second week, you know, eventually you're just going to plateau. Your muscles need changes, just like, you know, your brain to be stimulated. Mm-hmm. So I would, it's kind of, again, what your fitness goals are. Sometimes I really like super saying and do the full body, doing movements where maybe I'm doing like a curl and a lunge at the same time. Oh, cool. So I'm kind of doing two things at the same time, mm-hmm. usually because I only have a limited amount of time to work out. Right. So, yeah, pretty much it's, there's not really a right or wrong way. It's mm-hmm. kind of what feels good to you. And honestly, again, what your, what your goals are. So, yeah, which is different for everybody. You know? Absolutely. So does you that make sense, Beth? It yeah. does. It does. I think so. Cause I, um, in my mind, like one thing we learned during cross is like strong core, strong form, strong runner. And we did like some sort of core every day, unless we were doing like a, sp- a, sp- a sprint, um, to finish a practice. And so like, that's always been my mindset, but as I've been doing more research, so like, um, same thing, like your core muscles need time to like, uh, mm-hmm. and you re- use your yeah. core, you should be using your core in almost everything you do mm-hmm. when, you know, when you are doing a squat, your core is engaged. Mm-hmm. When you're, you know, doing curls, you're, you know, your shoulders are back, your chest is proud, your core is engaged. Mm-hmm. So as you're working out, truly think of that. Posture is very important when you work out. You always, I again, I hate to say this about my class, but I tell them, you know, if we can have good posture for 50 minutes during this hour, mm-hmm. focus on that, you know, all throughout life because that helps your spine, helps your neck. So try to think about that as you're working out your core should always kind of be engaged not full like someone's about to punch you but you know get that squeeze in mm-hmm. and most of the times it happens automatically when you're you know lifting and doing different things so yeah you're usually working your core but for specific core days for ab days and things i do try to only incorporate that two or three days okay so that's yeah. a good point yeah. um and you mentioned i was gonna say those last two questions i lied um you mentioned the sleep mm-hmm. thing and i yeah that's a huge part of fitness mm-hmm. um obviously like the the eight to ten hours a day kind of a thing um but like can you like touch a little bit more on like sleep or like mm-hmm. how to i'd love create to create yeah. healthy sleep ha- sleep habits yeah so the three things am i to think to be well-rounded healthy is you know you start with your food you do water you mm-hmm. do no i'm sorry it's sleep food water and then fit movement mm. so sleep is very important because your body needs to get into a parasympathetic state so when it's in a sympathetic state, that is when you are kind of stressed out, you're on the go, and it's that whole fight or flight type mindset. Mm-hmm. And eat, this is a huge for me that I didn't realize is like even if you eat when you're in a rush or you're super stressed out, you're yeah. not digesting all the nutrients you need. Mm. So it's very important. I had to remind my own family of this when it's dinner time. We just need to chill. Don't be rushed. You know, take mm-hmm. breaths, enjoy it, and not just kind of shovel it down. Now that doesn't happen every day just because, again – I hate it, but everyone's busy, you know. Yeah, I yeah. wish we were kind of a slower type society, but mm-hmm. we're not. But sleep is, some good habits for sleep is, again, everyone already knows this, you know, really to put your phone away. We try to put our phone in airplane airplane mode and in a drawer in a way. Nice. Um, so that's not the first thing. If you have an alarm clock, I know it sounds so old school, but I mean, if you have an alarm clock or a different way to wake you up where the first thing you're doing is not looking at your cell phone, because I know it's distracting to see the notifications or check the news or... yeah. So those things before bed and after bed are obviously not the best way to wake up to. But mm-hmm. set a bedtime. You know, do things throughout the day that do make you, you know, you know, if you're working out and doing these different things, maybe don't take a nap because you'd rather go to bed, you know, at a decent time. Yeah. But when you sleep, though, yes, that parasympathetic state is what our body needs to get into. We need to be able to really kind of get out of our head. Everything needs to be zened out. And that can cause a lot of people chronic illnesses and things to always be so stressed out. You may mm-hmm. work out and eat well, 
but never let your body kind of, you have to find something that will slow you down. Meditation, reading a book, maybe even listening to a podcast can be relaxing. You know, there's so awesome, Did so many good that, ones, everyone? but oh they also gosh. have, you know, even podcasts for meditation as well too. Mm-hmm. Something to really get out of your head and think about other stuff. So that's really important for your gut, your brain, yeah, everything. There's a, a couple podcasts that I really like to, like when I'm feeling stressed out, fall asleep to. Um, one is called Nothing Much Happens, and it's this lady who's a very nice voice, and she just um, like tells these stories of very like mundane, everyday things, like going shopping at the farmer's market. Um, and it's just, and she tells it through twice, and the first time... Um, the first time it's like you can just listen or fall asleep if you don't fall asleep by that time like she does i think the second one's slower or something and wow. so um it's really nice and the other one is sleepy and this guy just has an incredibly monotone uh voice and he reads um classic novels that are no longer on the like copyright list or whatever so um i i those are two that i really like man those people are awesome to spend their time to do stuff like that yeah, you know it's yeah. so awesome also i was thinking um uh chanting type yeah, music yeah. really zen you know the type of music you would hear at a massage mm-hmm. or and then the chanting's been a newer thing that um my friend has actually used in her massage practice mm-hmm. and at home now mm-hmm. when my kids kind of maybe take a nap in the other room i might play more relaxing type channel on pandora or something yeah definitely. i think that can also help too again anything to get you not thinking about you know all the stuff you have going on because you need really need to sleep and you'll just you'll feel better mm-hmm. not, and everyone's sleep is different i know that You know, I need 8 to 10. I do believe children, young children, um, need up to 10. You know, adults, it's really 6 to Mm 8. My partner is a little bit closer to the 4 to 6 and can be really functional. But if you know that you wake up and you are feeling so tired and don't like that, you should add in another hour or so. Yeah. Definitely. So, and again, the other really good tip, and it sounds, I mean, we all know it too, but just to emphasize it, is you set an alarm, you got to get up. Yeah. Snooze is the death of all of us. Setting an alarm a half hour before you need to get up only interrupts you and you can't even get back to that deep sleep so it's almost right. pointless yeah so, yeah you know set it and get up i don't know That's, definitely it's hard trust me i am not a morning person <laughs> so i work on this all the time but um okay napping yeah i mean i like naps i think if you're tired you should do it okay i'm pro listening to your body mm-hmm. Expe- um it, so i get it works for you but if you know you're taking these naps and then it causes you to stay up late and then you have to get up early you kind of have to try to rearrange your day maybe into different ways. But for the mm-hmm. most part, I am pro-nap. If mm-hmm. you have the time to do it, I think you should. If your body's telling you, you know, I'm tired. Yeah, as long as it's not interrupting that, like, overall, like, good, solid, like, REM sleep. Yeah, at nighttime. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So then I think we are at our final two questions. So the first of the final two is, uh, what was your favorite class? My favorite class, so my degree is a little different. I'm not really using it now, but I have uh, my major was family life studies and my minor was sociology. And Mm. I think I loved all my sociology classes, just learning about, yeah, society in general, anthropology, all those type of things Mm -hmm. uh, were super fun for me. Anthropology. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then the second question uh, is, what was the best piece of advice that Mm, you've ever gotten? especially um like headed off like to college or like in headed off like into life even 
Cool. So I'm going to... Two things really quick. So one mm-hmm. was I'm a first-generation college student of my family, so mm-hmm. I really had no preparation at all. I yeah. just, well, I actually went to the Army first and then did the Army and then did the college thing. Mm-hmm. But again, really no idea about loans and scholarships and really anything. Mm-hmm. Um, in college, uh, I graduated in 2009, so it was like a minute ago. But in college, mm-hmm. I can't remember a specific set of advice, but I do know finding an amazing advisor is what helped me. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if it wasn't for the third advisor I family went to, I probably would have dropped out of college. She was really good at working with me. You have have to not be scared to go to your advisors yes. again you may there's no oh not everyone's always kind like they should be so if you didn't get a good vibe with one don't stop mm-hmm. same with fitness you know if you had a bad day your workout wasn't great don't stop you got to mm-hmm. come back find a good advisor that can really hear you get your goals and help you that was key for me and mm-hmm. i can't remember exactly the things she told me but i know if it wasn't for her i wouldn't have finished mm-hmm. but the second part of that and this is not this is advice i have gotten now as an adult but treat your your school week like a work week. Some of you do have jobs. Some, you know, mm-hmm. some people have jobs and families. But mm-hmm. if you, you know, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, 9 to 5, whatever you want to set it up for, or if your day starts later, maybe it's 10 to 8 because you take night classes, but try to do everything during that time. Like if yeah. you have, you know, a class got canceled or you have a break, work on your schoolwork then so your, you know, evenings, mornings, or whatever, weekends are free. Mm-hmm. I think that was key to try to just, yeah, find a some kind of schedule like that make yourself do the stuff during the daytime or you know so you can have you know your free time and not be some people work good under pressure and can procrastinate but if you're not that way Mm -hmm. and you would like to have a day where you don't have to worry about papers or Mm -hmm. studying if you stick with that window of again if you can if you're lucky enough to be able to do a day nine to five monday through friday use all those hours monday through friday to get everything done yeah absolutely i think that's a good one yeah i think that's huge i think that's one of the um the carrots kind of I think that's dangled when you're headed off to college is like your week is your own your schedule is your own but there's definitely something to that saying a body emotion stays in motion and so if you do have a break or if you like purposely put in like a five-hour break um it's hard to go back to class like if you come home from if you're living off campus and you come home or you go back to your residence hall it's hard to get up off of your couch or out of your cozy bed and and head back um and and so yeah if you can just stay make on it campus happen, mm-hmm. yeah and go through it i even do that now if i'll have like after school events at, that like starts at like six i will stay from like three thirty, and i'll just like bring my dinner do my thing there just get some work done and then the next day i get to go home early because i already did all my stuff um and, and that's so, great you yeah. totally totally use those free breaks to actually work on schoolwork don't save mm-hmm. it for tonight when you get home because mm-hmm. really who wants to do that then and you right. may, you also mentioned bringing snacks that's another good thing always kind of have some fruit or some nuts mm-hmm. or even there's certain bars read ingredients y'all read ingredients but yes there are little things that you can have on you throughout the day too which is great so when you finally sit down at a meal or somewhere to eat you're not just binging and starving mm-hmm. so that's another good tip i'm glad you bring little snacks with you yeah all right i think that is our episode for today as always it was a, a pleasure having yeah. you listen sarah thank you so much oh, for it's coming an honor on. to be here and talk about this i truly i am one of those annoying people that really really love fitness like you can call me up and want to go try something new and i'm always down so yeah this was great beth if you ever have any more questions let me know oh we will for sure <laughs> um as always thanks so much for joining us um i had a great time chatting with you here on college talk <laughs>